In a small village in a world much different than our own lived a very young boy by the name of Casper. His mother, Ariana, was considered to be the most helpful and kind woman in all the lands. Thus, the people of, the wor of this world had nicknamed her Angel. Even though Casper's father had died to a rogue spider deep in a mind when he was very young, himself and his mother always tried to be the kindest and most helpful people in all the land. On the eve of Casper's seventh birthday, a very handsome middle-aged man and his 13-year-old son came to the village seeking the one called Angel. His son and himself had to leave their old village suddenly and thought she might be able to help them settle. They had no gold and no diamonds to offer. Ariana, being the kindest and gentlest soul in all the land, agreed to bring him in with his son until they were able to make a home for themselves. After several months, this middle-aged man called Repon swept the beautiful Ariana off her feet, and they soon wed. Casper now had a stepbrother, Doug, who took great pleasure in tormenting the kind and gentle Casper any time he could. Now for two months, Repon would leave every morning to go to work, and would not arrive back home until late in the evening. Every time Ariana would ask him what work he does, all he would say was he was a miner of the deep. Then one fateful night, Repon and Doug snatched Ariana and Casper while they slept and bound them. They took them deep into the bedrock core of the world where Repon had been building a shrine to the great god of the underworld in hopes of his evil plan to be fulfilled. You see, the reason Repon and his son Doug had to leave the other village is because Repon was actually the evil sorcerer known as Reaper. Reaper was an agent of the great underworld bent on bringing the evil to the surface and ruling all that he saw. All Reaper needed was the most fair and kind woman in all the land, Ariana. Her soul would be the sacrifice needed to unleash hell on the surface. Doug held on to Casper and made him watch as Reaper killed Ariana over the altar. At that moment, the nether gates opened and swarms of skeletons, zombies, and the dread creeper poured into the world. Without hesitation, they killed Casper where he stood and left Doug and his father Reaper standing in the Great Chamber laughing at what they assumed was complete victory. Just then, a great skeleton hand reached from the portal and grabbed Doug and Reaper, dragging them to the underworld, screaming in terror. The minions of the god of the underworld swept the land, wiping out all that lived and breathed, harvesting the souls for their master. None lived through the great devastation that Reaper had opened to the land. The God of Justice, which Titus saw what had passed and took the souls of Doug and Reaper from the underworld and gave a judgment on them to punish them for all eternity. They were to roam the land as lifeless souls forevermore, so that they could forever see the death and destruction they unleashed. Several thousand years had passed, and a great rift in time and space had once again opened on the land of Quest. New and brave adventurers began to come into the land once more to seek riches and to build a life of their own. Reaper, however, saw this as a chance to harvest more souls to give to his master in payment for his life in return. With the aid of his young son, Doug, they continued to kill and scare away all that tried to settle in this great land, and still to this day is plagued the living dead and the dreaded creeper. Ariana, in her great sadness and kindness, came to Aegitaitis and begged to be cursed to walk the world as a lifeless form in order to aid those who had come to quest. Which Titus had grown to love Ariana and her son's kindness and compassion and granted her wish. Ariana left the high heavens with her son, the young and playful Casper, to aid those who were tormented by the evil Reaper and Doug. 
Angel and Casper once again began to spread joy and happiness to the cursed land of Quest. Or will Reaper become, once again, alive? Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 14. We are back for another week of Minecraft goodies. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me as always... Oh, wait. Yeah, unfortunately Fred did not show up today. We hope he's okay. He's, we're a little worried about him. Um, we're starting a little bit late today because we were waiting for Fred, but we can't get a hold of him. But, as always... My favorite pigtail wearing bro, Mr. David Dean Force Adams. I'm actually going by Pigtailicus this entire episode. Pigtailicus? Yeah, I'm not saying that, I'm sorry. I, I, I need you to say that, Joe. It's not happening. Not happening? Not happening. Come on. Can I, please, it's written into my contract. Pigtailicious, maybe? Pigtailicious? I'll go with that. Alright. Yeah, Anywho. Hi, everybody <laughs> who's listening. Hey, everybody in the chat. Thank you for showing up again for a wonderful episode of Minecraft Off the Record. Glad to have y'all here. And joining us, as always, who has been officially hired to Quest Gaming Network, Mr. Bowbender. Hey, chat room. Joe, Dave, and our special guest who will announce in a little bit. Good to be back. Missed you guys. And joining us in the place of Fred this evening, it's Mr. Derek, a.k.a. Origin. Hey, does that mean I'm second chair? That yeah, means you're fourth chair. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's that oh, okay. Dave, got, Dave got bumped up with Bo Bender right behind him, so I put you in fourth. It's just it's the way it works, you know? Yeah, okay. I'll take can't it. Ju- can't jump the queue. Now, yeah. if, if Dave and Bo didn't show up one day and I had you on, then yeah, you just... Okay, yeah, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being here. And it's actually a good thing we have you on today, because a lot of what we're talking about involves you, so... Yep. Get ready. Anyway, we have some business to get into. Dave, you want to let, our, let everyone know what the business is? That's right. Today, we are sponsored by Tweaks Audio. That's right, the headphone people, the most wonderful headphones on the market you can buy today. 
exceptional audio, wonderful craftsmanship. They're almost indestructible, and they come in just amazing styles. They can even have some that even have headphones and a mic on them. So that's right, you can call your friends while using your tweaked audio headsets. Ooh. Tweaked audio. At checkout, you can put in our code, off the record, all one word. That's 30% off at checkout for your entire purchase. That's right, 30% off for everything. Off the record, all one word at checkout. And here we go with the cooked pork chops and mushrooms of the show. We had a lot going on today, but the first thing I want to do is clarify a little mistake that I made in last week's episode. We mentioned a game code for Minecraft that's going to be given away on QG and Community Cast this week. It was not donated by a Captain PS. In fact, it was donated to us by Day Day. I apologize to Day Day and Captain PS for that. And look for it this week on this week's Community Cast. We'll be giving away the game code, or they'll be telling you how to enter for that code. So if you know someone who really wants to play Minecraft, or you don't have the PC version... Keep your ears open for the community cast. The best thing to do is to follow Quest Gaming Network or QGN Network on Twitter, and it will it will tell you when that's going to occur. I believe they're going to do it Friday night. I'm not 100 percent sure. All well, right, I heard, I heard whispers that it may be on Saturday, so watch out at least for Sunday for it to go live. Yeah, it'll be this this week some point. <clears throat> All right, so. We had a lot going on the server this week, actually a ton, really. We had our first server community event that occurred, I believe, Wednesday night. And it started out pretty slow, but then eventually we got quite a few people involved. Bowbender, what did we do? We built a community park, and a whole bunch turned out. We supplied the uh, supplies and the tools. Um, and the food. It, and the food. <laughs> and uh, Joe created a nice big uh, spot for us to build and everybody just went nuts it uh it was a lot of fun um everybody's building some some nice things origin built that uh, uh gazebo if i can call it that some uh fountains chess checkerboard right dave That's yeah i built yeah. a giant giant working checkerboard which was it, looked it, awesome oh it's working <laughs> that's actually pretty cool yeah, it is. It's the regulation size. It works. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of a lot of fun. A good chance for everybody to get together and uh, play together in one particular spot on the server. It was we, a good time. Yeah, we had a massive turnout, and I I built I cleared an area in the middle of the ocean that was, I don't know, it was a uh, radius of fifty. Mm-hmm. But then I actually had to add more land because yep. we were running out of space. So it'll wind up being a radius of over 80. And the yeah, entire the, thing is full. What was your really opinions good. on that, Ara? I, I had a great time there. Uh, I can't believe how many people actually showed up. Yeah. We want to try something like this every week to every other week. Probably going to be on a Wednesday night. So if you guys come into the QGN server, and I believe last time we did it at, what, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern? About that, yeah. So we'll look for the next one. We'll do something similar. Not going to be a park again, obviously. But if you're on the server, you, there's a teleport within the sphere that will take you to the community park. And the nice thing is Bowbender fully protected it to where no mobs can spawn in it and you can't destroy anything. Yep, it's a good safe place to go. It's a safe place. 
Do we disable PvP in that area? No, but I can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Another PvP okay. safe area. Yep. Um, our main area the near the sphere is PvP restricted, so you can't do PvP there anymore as well. Which is good, because we've had a little bit of an issue with PvPers on the server lately. People going mm. a little overboard. we got some mm. people that are new to the server that never even heard of our show, and that's bad. Um, if you, we, we don't mind people inviting friends and family into the, the, the server at all. The only thing that we ask is that you direct them to minecrafthoftherecord.com and to go over the rules and get to know what the server is about. That's it. That way we don't have to keep banning people. We don't like to ban people. Dave might, but I don't. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it comes with a certain joy, but it's still a last response. Yeah. We use normally we go off of the 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 three strikes you're out rule, and if we if you do three offenses that are pretty that are pretty big, you will be banned. Um, but it's actually not easy to get, or should I say it's it's actually kind of hard to get banned. You have to be kind of stupid to get banned. <laughs> and we give them we give them the chances. We give them plenty of chances. The target server is down until further notice. Um, a good friend of mine, Fartex, he's a regular on the servers, and there goes a loud motorcycle. <laughs> um, he is actually sponsoring an off-site solution for the Tekkit server. I'm supposed to be getting with him very, very soon to get all the details hashed out. He already has the server space available. So it will hopefully be back up this week and running full-time without interfering with the other servers at all. Great news. Yeah, the um, regular our, our regular server, which is the most popular, the survival one, was getting 300 ping or more when the Taggart server was running, mm -hmm. causing it to crash. Right now, it's running at 48 ping. So nice. And it's perfect. Loving it. We had, I believe, even today, we had 20, almost 30 people on the server. Yep. And not without a hitch. And me and Dave <laughs> were screwing with people, and it was great. <laughs> well, so I did hear that there was a little bit of lag because didn't we have multiple uh, ghosts up at one yes. time? Today, that the ghosts crazy. went nuts. Me and Dave were on the server when this happened, and Reaper well, came out. I was AFK when you told me about Reaper. I got back, and I shot over there, and by the time I got there, it was already done. I was working on a secret little project, and I got... I saw in the chat room, I believe it was Jolly something, and a couple yeah. of his friends that were being attacked by uh, Reaper. It was Jolly and One Shadow 54. Jolly Taco? <laughs> He's someone that's on our, our watch list right now. Yep. Um, we, uh, we noticed that Reaper attacked them, and then not even after that, Doug was attacking somebody else. Like, at the same time or right after. And I forgot who that was he was attacking. And then I think out of nowhere Angel pops up as well. Then Angel comes in and she hits, she goes to a couple people and gives them some goodies. It was boom, boom, boom. And yet Casper, who has the highest chance of coming out, was nowhere to be found. Wow. And I always miss the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that too. Viper Man was saying Angel was attacking. She doesn't attack; she haunts. And I think that's the one. That's the one ghost that will never attack you. <laughs> he says she was forcefully cuddling him. 
Uh, as you probably heard at the top of this show, the little story of the ghost, to give you guys more of a better idea if you haven't heard of it. Um, <laughs> Angel. So I'm going to increase the uh, spawn rate for Casper and lower Doug a little bit. I think that will equal it out more. And see if we can get him to come out more. Um, what else do we got to talk about? Oh, speaking of ghosts. Derek, yeah. Bowbender, you guys want to talk about this? Yeah, Good. sure. Go, Derek. Wow, put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> or I can. Doesn't That's matter. my job, man. You got to be right on the spot. Go ahead, you start. Okay, well, uh, one night, it was uh, Origin, which is Derek, uh, Joe, and I jumped on. And we didn't have anything necessarily planned. Um, it just all kind of happened to where we all gathered in the same spot and started working on the ghosts. And it was probably one of the most fantastic times I've had on the server, just spontaneously yeah. doing something like that. Um, and, of course, Origin and Joe were kind of the main creative guys. Um, they'll talk about their part. Um, I was the main copy this move it here kind of guy um it was just it was a blast I, I i had a ton of fun doing it and i hopefully something like that happens again i'm sure it will um and I, we hope that you guys uh, do enjoy seeing them and if you haven't got over there uh in the sphere the big telesphere there is a teleport right to the ghost uh shrine and it is also protected um so no mobs will be spawning. You can take your time, look around, um, and you'll be all good. Yeah. Um, also, there's a YouTube video up. If you're playing on the 360 and don't play on the server, you can go to the Quest... Just search in YouTube Quest Gaming Network. Go to our channel, and it's right there. Yep. Give you a good idea of what they look like if you haven't seen them. It was weird. It's like... It was, I believe, right after last week's episode, I was talking to Arjun in the game. And I had we had this idea to do this this ghost shrine, and I told them kind of how I wanted it with Angel one side, Reaper on the opposite side, with Doug and Casper on, on the other side of them. Right. And we we started kind of a general work idea on it, but I had to run, and Arjun kept working on it. Well, I got a message from him like I did some work on Angel. You want to come check it out? <laughs> so I logged into the server that night. And I thought I was going to be on just for a couple minutes. I really want to go play Planet Side 2. Yeah, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I think I logged in at 7 p.m. or something like that. And we didn't get done until 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yep. It, we just went at it. So we finished. We completely reshaped Angel. Then built Casper. Then did Reaper. And then finally Doug. Arjun was the main builder on everything. He did most of the work. <laughs> Yeah, he shaped it up nice. Yeah, and I was in there going, no, 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 do it this way. No, 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 let's do it this way. <laughs> Creative director. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. I was, I'm kind of like you. I was like going to log in for like maybe 30 minutes at the most, and seven hours later. Yeah. I think but, I uh, did, I don't know if I did primary to work on Reaper or not, but anyway. Either way, it was a complete 100% team effort between Mebo and Arjun. That's what made it so much freaking fun. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Bo is uh, downplaying his role, but um, it was a uh, oh, he saved us. <laughs> it was a good, yeah, it was great. <laughs> to let you know what they're talking about, I just kind of if you look at um, Angel and Reaper, they come from the same form factor. So I just used some of Angel 
to create Reaper and just give him a head start so we didn't have to redo the whole thing on the other side of the uh, spot where Joe chose to put him. It so, would have taken me and Ara probably about five times the amount of time oh, yeah, to finish this if Bo wasn't there. Because he was like, <laughs> especially like on Angel, we were like, oh, no, no, the arms don't work that way. we got to move them. So Bo would go over there, copy the arm, and then position it for us. And we no, 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 more to the left. No, 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 up more. No, how about we move it like this? <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have like added three days because every time he did it, it was wrong. It yeah. like, took like four times. And then the same yep. with... With Reaper, like, no, 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 his arms have to be this way. No, his arms have to be this way. And finally sell them, them being straight out. Uh, he saved us. <laughs> it was fun. It was, I don't know, it was, I couldn't stop. I couldn't get off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just had to, I had oh, to yeah, keep I going. Yeah. I am so proud of that build. It's a good one. Yeah, I would say that's a highlight of my Minecraft experiences. Oh, mine too. Yeah. Uh, I want to do it again, and hopefully we can do something else that's big like that. Maybe yeah, you guys can pitch in with the next dungeon. <laughs> yeah, give me a shot. Yeah, there, yeah. I was thinking about doing one for the Black Dragon castle. Ooh, yeah. That would be Black Dragon base, like a, a dragon theme with fire and a lava. Anyway, not to give too much away. <laughs> we need something else for ZZ to get through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, ZZ Corrode is the first to officially beat all dungeons. He beat the City of the Damned after I put the um, waypoints in. But still, he beat it. Yep. Congratulations, ZZ. He got the prize. And the prize for beating all dungeons was a full set of diamond armor, fully enchanted with level 40 to level 50 enchants, a full set of diamond tools enchanted with level 40 to 50, um, he got 10 diamond blocks and 10 gold blocks. Ooh, wow. Man. So, he all does, that he, time, he spent months beating these. He deserved it. Yeah, so, it's if you can beat all of them, you des- you deserve it. It's plain and simple. That's why I looked at it. That's why the prize had to be big. And it was even more awesome that uh, Arjun, and I, Arjun and I were actually there when he beat that. That was just cool. Yeah. You were? Ah, oh, I'm yeah. jealous. Yep, he was in the fight, the place where you put his, you know, the name up on the wall, and he says, "I did it, I did it," and we're like, "No, no, you didn't." We TP over there to him. Sure enough, he's standing right there at the top. It was cool. <laughs> There's one room in particular he uh, he kind of got on my case about. <laughs> There's a room that you go into, and all you see is nothing but lava. I'm not gonna say anything more about it, but he was getting on my case about that one. <laughs> I thought he'd be yelling at me about the spider room. Have you guys seen that one? Oh, man. That's oh. my least favorite room in that entire place. I'll jump in lava. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll run through lava. That ain't an issue. The issue is the dang spider place. There was webs everywhere. You can't get around anything. Ever. Yeah. It's easier saying that was cake. Yeah. <laughs> Kick him out of the chat. I'm just wondering. <laughs> You're gone, man. D- Dave has said this before, but... I went over to the City of the Damned just to go through it, make sure anything, you know, nothing was broken or whatnot. I got lost, and I was flying around, and I couldn't get myself back out of there. Well, I did eventually, but I was getting frustrated just flying through the thing. I don't know how ZZ does it. I really don't. He's, so, a, he's a Superman or something. Bowbender, you uh, protected all three of the dungeons, right, for creeping? Yeah, yeah. we got to talk about one of them. Okay. Um, but yes, yep, they are, they're all set up. Um, that's a good note too. Um, the pyramid, sometimes the blocks break on the door. Um, and 
if it does, just give us uh, a shout uh, because you probably won't be able to put it back um, because I won't allow you to place blocks on it. But that's the you know, like Dave said, compare that to with people who actually do break the stuff. It's it's better that way. Yeah, it's, it is. So yeah, I like the fact that people can't cheat anymore. Yes, that you is have nice. to do it legitimately. That is so awesome. Yep. Oh. So we're good. We're good there. Hold on a second, guys. Fred is awake now. <laughs> he apparently passed out. <laughs> so I'm gonna add him to the call. So welcome everybody. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Fred back in this. It's Fred. We missed you, Fred. Hey guys. I'm just glad hey. you're okay, buddy. I actually was legitimately getting concerned about you. Yeah. Yeah, I was all ready to record and. Next thing I know, I'm waking up and my girlfriend's like, you were supposed to be recording like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, well oh, we actually just started man. maybe 20 minutes ago, and we're just going over our week right now. We just talked about the community park, and we were just talking about the ghosts, and the fact that uh, the ghost shrine, and the fact that ZZ Corrode was the very first one to beat all dungeons, mm-hmm. including yeah. the City of the Damned, and how we have protection on them so people can't cheat anymore. And I'm going to enlist... Derek, aka Arjun, and Bowbender for me to help me build the next dungeon on the server, the Black Dragon Society dungeon. Awesome. Yes. That's that's gonna be a great build. We're gonna have some fun. <laughs> Can't wait to do really, it. What was really funny about uh ZZ when he beat that, it was uh I guess it's kinda of bittersweet. He's like celebrating for like a minute and then he was silent and then he was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he just like for the rest of the day. Yeah. Oh, poor ZZ. He'd been at it for so long that he just he didn't realize what what was coming after he beat him. <laughs> so I, I think he's gonna like this this new idea you have. I'm sure he will. Well, you know, the ZZ's been coming up with all kinds of new hobbies to keep himself entertained. <laughs> well, now he's he has never... a, a whole bunch of goodies to play with. I think you're like his idol, Joe. He's starting to write a lot now in that story. I, oh, yeah. Oh, I've only read the first chapter. i got to read the rest of it. That's some good stuff. And he told me he was going to do some fanfic based off my book, Continue, available on barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. And... <laughs> <laughs> nice plug there, bro. I bought but it. But his fanfic is going to be an 8-bit. <laughs> well, he said he was gonna do thinking about doing some fanfic based on that. And I would love to see that. And who knows oh, if, it's, yeah. if it's good enough, I might collaborate him with him on a sub book for that. Just saying, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, not he's a good like a fantastic writer. Yeah, I was just about to say that I'm not I'm a good in... writer, and he he's got he's got the the whatever it takes to do it. I'm I'm actually very impressed with him and his writing talent. So that's why I honestly said that. If he does a fanfic based off of Continua and it's really good, I will collaborate with him on a spin-off story for Continua. A book. So That would be great. You know what you two could do in the meantime? You could start one of those posts like you talked about in your host journal, Joe, where you post part of a story and then he picks up where you left oh, off. Oh, yeah. I actually thought about doing that. That's called a round-robin storytelling. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing a thread like that in the forums. So That's a great idea. And what that is is that one person starts the story and other people will jump in with their character telling their side of the story based on what the first person started. And you just keep rotating that all the way down until the story is finished. 
So the first person who started the initial story is the moderator of the story. And people can vote him out if they don't like him. It's actually really, really fun to do, especially if you're really interested in writing, like doing Minecraft fanfiction, all kinds, Elder Scrolls fanfiction, anything based on the games or whatever you want to do. It's a blast. That's how I got my starter, my start in writing. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, I could ri- yeah, I could write. I could write Dave's story. It's just three okay. words or one, two words. I ban. I ban. <laughs> I ban. <laughs> I've been trying to write Dave's story, but he's not responding. Huh. <laughs> All right, um, uh, Dave, what did you have for today? Um, well, just recapping, I did make the uh, checkers board in the community park. Which now that I know that it's been in made indestructible by someone, <laughs> we're gonna have to make Play the it. board destructible so that we can uh, pop the pieces off and play the game. We can do that. Yeah, we're going to have to. Is there a way to make the board underneath indestructible and just the pieces on top? The board underneath is already uh, made in bedrock, so it's not an issue. (laughs) What about the the sub-pieces, though? You know how it's different color, white, black? Oh, well, the other pieces are... I don't know. They're 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 nothing, so... If someone really wants to go out of their way to grief that board, they're not going to get much, if anything, and it can still be played on. Is it? Yeah, not even really worth a ban for that, right? No, that's just worth a pointing and laughing. <laughs> you want to get banned insanely fast? Go ahead and grief something in admin built. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we have little, uh, almost everything that we built, we have little secrets built into them where we can tag somebody for griefing very fast. Yeah, like... Um, I only use a specific type of uncreatable stone on a lot of things that I use. That's why so we, someone we banned someone banned stupid enough to ban or to uh, grief Dave's house in the main area, and he was banned before he even had a chance to log in again. Aren't like half the people on the ban list people that grief? Oh, Dave's this house? is hilarious! I forgot yeah. I was going to bring this up. I was gonna. I looked through the ban list. We have like we have twenty eight people banned. Mm-hmm. Fred, uh, not Fred, but Bo Bender has has banned two. Mm-hmm. Oh God! I believe Origin has banned one. Oh God! Dave knows where this is going. <laughs> I have banned five. Oh God! Dave has banned twenty. <laughs> oh my god uh, 20 people really Dave? See who likes wielding the ban well no every single one of the times i banned people it was for a good reason i've never banned anyone who wasn't doing something to disrupt another player's normal every day everybody who's ever done anything on this server has earned it they've all given and given their three chances oh yeah no no one was was banned unjustly um, at all. We even given one person back in the day a second chance who, not even an hour later, went back and did it again. <laughs> dang, dang, though. All those p- people you just listed as being banned, I think instead of banning people, we should just set up a second server and make it our prison colony. <laughs> I actually, I was considering that. I, I'm going to start making use of the prisons on the admin ship. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna start porting people up there Arjun, onto the admin ship. Arjun imprisoned someone recently, and I actually got a good laugh about it because he was flying. 
Yeah, we we he actually was, we're still watching those people. Uh, yeah. He was actually flying in the prison. Tell me he wasn't flying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> flying. I'm only was hovering six person? blocks off the ground. Was that the same person who had the mod to where he could pick up his own arrows right after he shot them? Like literally catching them out of the air? No, but it was his friend. Yeah, mm, okay. I, that, that's the one I sent over to Origin's place. Yeah, that new group of people that are on the server, they really need to go check out our rules. And uh, Dude, like, if y'all... I know we have people who are listening to this. If you're friends with them, they're not going to be on the server much longer if they don't grasp a few normal rules. That gives me flashbacks to when you were first playing with spectator mode, Dave, and we were on that Skype call, and that dude kept telling you, I'm not cheating, and you're spectating him, and he's flying well, over he's top of the over globe. The sphere. I'm yeah. gonna let everybody. I'm gonna let everybody know right now. All mods are unacceptable and are bannable, except for Ray's minimap. Plain and simple. Ray's yeah, minimap Ray. is the only mod. Oh, two of them actually. One that Bowbender uses is also acceptable. What is it called, Bo? Optifine. Optifine. Optifine yeah. and Raise Minimap are the only mods we will allow. If we catch you using any other mod at all, you will be warned. If you do not turn them off, you will be banned. We don't allow any kind of cheating whatsoever. Yeah, we just like a level. You know, it's not to come down on somebody specific for something, but we like a level playing field for everybody. Exactly. You know, it, it's simple. I mean, it should be as simple as just saying that, and they say, oh, yeah, okay. But... You know, it doesn't always go that way. Yeah, it, it really isn't that way. We've told many people, and they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I've turned it off, and they obviously haven't. It's not, like, why would you... Now, this is a question for everyone. I'd love to get emails on this. I have a big old question. An admin on a server says, hey, bro, turn that off. Why would you not turn it off and say you did? <laughs> we can look through your eyes... We can, if we really need to, we can go invisible and stand right next to you. We could be We're that cow sitting there grazing that you don't even know about. I've done that to people before. We can, you know, if we have to, we can find out what's going on. It, it's easy for us. So, really. OMG. OMG. OMG, man. Um, I had a great idea right now. I don't know why banning gets put in my head, but... Instead of a Black Dragon dungeon, guys, why don't we build a dungeon at the uh, the Ghost Shrine and make it the Ghost Dungeon? We could do that. That is great. Oh, that'd be That's a beast. fantastic idea. Let's do that'd that. Be that'd be a whole lot better. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. <clears throat> now I'm all excited. Let's go build. Let's go now the show off. Let's all go right. build. Y'all get out of here. <laughs> Me and Fred are going to do the show. But, um, but Dave, Dave, to your point, up? though, why people would tell you they turned it off and actually didn't, now, I'm sure this isn't the case in every situation, but I know in the Minecraft community in general, you have a lot of younger kids that play Minecraft. So you think that they're just excited because they think they're getting away with something? Uh, I mean, we've been on Skype calls with Joe before, and like one of his kids will come up and say, Joe will say, did you brush your teeth? And they'll go, yes. And then Joe will go, no, you didn't. Go brush your teeth. You know, that's what little kids do. I, yeah. I know, but it just... And, and, and that's why we give them... I okay, hate, you know. let, me, let me put it this way. And this is something that everybody can hear, especially since we've been talking about him this much, and I'm about to talk about him even more. ZZ Corrode, when he first came onto the server, had a flight mod. We watch him. We watch him like a hawk, because he, he tears these dungeons up. 
He had a flight mod. I messaged, no, it wasn't me. It was Widget who messaged him, said, hey, bro, turn off the flight mod. He did. ZZ said, okay, I will. Logged out, logged back in. I haven't seen him flying ever since. And you know what? It was that easy. And now he's one of the most trusted people on our server. And he actually sent us an email right after that apologizing for having the flight mod in the first place. And you know, that's but, all it took. We warned him. Yeah, it, he got it was rid of it. Easy. And he's now one of the one of the most trusted people on our server. So what's wrong with that? It's simple. Just because we give someone a warning doesn't mean that we don't like you. We're giving you a warning because we already have rules in place, and it's that simple. It's just a warning. When we have to get into the point where we get in your face and say, hey, bro, stop it, or you're about to be banned, that's when you got to worry. Everyone's, so. everyone's in the chat room are like, am I trusted? We do have a trusted <laughs> list. And yes, Broke, Sir Tobin, NSS, we're, we're still iffy, iffy about. But Very yes, simple. You'd probably know if you weren't. Yeah, you would know if you were on our watch list, trust me. <laughs> if you me. haven't seen the inside of a jail, you're probably okay. Yeah, yeah, the last place you want to go besides jail is my interrogation room, because like, oh, 99% of people who go into that room never come out. Every single time you've ever put someone in there, that was their... They were beyond help. Yeah, they were shortly thereafter banned. One person yeah. made it out without being banned, but they got banned like three days later for doing it again. Anywho, speaking about uh, from earlier with ZZ, I just wanted to say real quick, I built a secret VIP room <laughs> with a button somewhere in the main area to get into it on top of the sphere. And it, I did dedicate it to ZZ Corrode. It, it totally has uh, free cookies, free mushroom soup, and the only thing you'd have to pay for in there is awesome. Which, yes, we do sell awesome in the <laughs> VIP room, and it costs one ZZ. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very cool thing you did. It's actually a really cool place, Dave. Yep, it is awesome. I thought it was pretty neat. Can I address um, one thing? Yeah. One thing in the yeah. chat room. Uh, one shadows mentioned something about uh, a user uh, that he says his his friend's Minecraft account is or client is messed up, causing him to, you know, uh, break the rules of the server. You know. <laughs> so 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 here's here's what I want to say. Uh, one shadow, your friend, if he does a force update, there's a little button that says force update. For the client, it will reset it back to no mods installed, back to fresh square one uh, state. Have them do that, and he should be good. It's as easy as that. Yep. So I just want yep. I want to because he mentioned that a few times in the chat as well, as I was watching. I didn't want to interrupt Dave, but I just wanted to say that. Well, no, I I agree, and it it, it may be hidden at first. I think it's where you log in, like right from that splash screen. It's yeah. above the login button. It's like options or something, and it's right in there. Yep. So that's all so, I want to say. Yes, thank you. That actually is a very good tip, Uncle Bill Bender. No um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I also got bored this week and built a random giveaway chest. I like your blinking lights at the front. It looks like very you like Vegas-y. The, the blinking light. People get mad because it, it apparently makes noise. I don't play the game with, with sound on because I watch Netflix while I play, but... It, it apparently makes so much noise that people freak out. Well, there are switches on the back, and if you are really that determined to make it shut off, shut off, just flip the switch on the back and, and be on your merry way. But uh, the the random giveaway chest is in the main area right under the sphere. 
and I'm going to put things in it randomly. And I, I encourage other people, if you pass a random giveaway chest and have something that you want to just throw out, throw it in the giveaway chest so people who actually want something can, you know, grab something out, put something in, or possibly even, you know, take a penny, leave a penny. You know? All right. I will, same I will fill that chest with 64 stacks of dirt for you, Dave. <laughs> oh, see, thank you. Thank you. You're fired. You can't fire me. I'm a higher chair than you on this show. Well, actually, I'm second chair today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write the show, Dave? No, I stole it. As soon as I showed up, I pushed you out of that chair. Origin, did you have anything to say? Well, I was going to say, uh, I actually set up one of those a couple weeks ago. Uh had to move it because it wouldn't open. Uh, but it's up there northeast of the spear now, uh, on the bridge. Ah, oh, where yep. the protection prevents chests from being open. Well, that's that's been remedied. Oh. Yeah, Bo fixed it after the fact, but uh, so I just left it there anyway. So you know, variety. Bo's been like the hero on the server lately. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> trying. Man. He made our lives so much easier. Thank you. Uh, Fred, you got anything, buddy? Well, I did participate in the community build off, but the majority of my week has been consumed with trying to get Joe to talk in that Skyrim mod now. <laughs> Well, I, I sent you those two files, so we're going to get that working. I just don't understand, Joe. Why is your guy so uncooperative? I have no idea. But I figure First he wants to sweep if we can get him to be cooperative, the rest will just fall right into place. <laughs> That's what happened last time. <laughs> so I have all my audio recorded. It's just a matter of getting it to work now. Yeah, and I've been trying. That's actually what I was doing before I passed out in my chair, <laughs> trying to get Joe to talk. Just smack him around a little, and he doesn't say anything. But all the other ones in there attack him. <laughs> do you guys wanted to do the uh, like a community build every other week or every week? Maybe every other. You know, I was thinking every other, but then I was thinking not everybody's going to be able to make it every time, so maybe every week would be good. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We could try it. Every, we we could try it every week and see how it, how it goes. We could put a poll up on the forums and see how often people are interested in doing it. Oh yeah, that's yep, a good idea. Definitely. All right, good idea. Bo, your tip of the week, sir. On the QGN server, when you're visiting an area that has been constructed, such as the medi medieval city or any area like that, make sure you know the rules. Some areas on the server allow players to build their own structures in them and others don't if you start building in an area that is off limits for construction you're just going to lose everything you've been working on we will destroy unauthorized structures so make sure you're always building in an area that you're allowed to be building in um, some of that will be uh, the protections will, will take care of some of that but just keep a keep an eye out and if you're unclear as to what an area that you should or should not be building in is, just ask one of us. Uh, probably the best two sources to ask are uh, DWM Terry, which is Dave, uh, or Widget, which is Joe. I, I would like to say it's pretty simple to know which right off the top of your head. If there are buildings around, it's probably a city. It, you feel free to build outside of a city. We're not just going to arbitrarily lock down some random place if you decide to just walk out to your own area and build. But if you're in the middle of an area that you see, you know, 
that an admin's built at with with uh, bedrock or any pretty much any area that has large builds such as dungeons or any any me- the medieval city like you said those areas are off limits for building because those are possibly already completed so yep. it, it's it's not it's not that we're trying to be controlling we're just trying to preserve what people have already put all their time and effort into yep Precisely. All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to the zombie's mouth. We'll be right back. Well, you heard it here. That's from the zombie's mouth. And here we are in the zombie's mouth, your news and rumors. Even though they said they were not going to do another snapshot before 1.3, guess what they did? Two new snapshots. Two new snapshots. My bad. <laughs> Fred, tell us about it. Well, like you just said, they originally were saying that there wasn't going to be any new snapshots until they put out their pre-build of what 1.3 is going to be. And then they did two of them this week. first one was pretty substantial, and the second one was really tiny. And both of the change lists were compiled by the fans and repost it onto the Minecraft forums. And one big thing that they put as a maybe, I guess they haven't verified it, is that they made creepers stronger. And depending on difficulty, they do more damage now. That's what we don't need. (laughs) (laughs) But check that out. In in easy mode, they do 16.6% more damage. In normal mode... 33.3% 33.3% more damage and in a hard mode a full 50% more damage I thought about doing a hard mode server but I don't know oh lord <laughs> then go in there in admin mode and just put creepers everywhere <laughs> uh, just like super creeper not a 250% more damage he will blow up half the world <laughs> the, su- the new creepers are basically like the nukes and tech it walk around and blow up half the map every time they explode. I want to see that super creeper that randomly spawns like once in a blue moon is like 50 feet tall, 50 blocks tall just walking around. <laughs> Annihilate everybody. See a mushroom see cloud? That, see that crater over there? That used to be my house. <laughs> then Joe showed up with a super creeper. Now it's a sand trap. They did a whole bunch of things in this patch. Uh, improved performance, decreased lag spikes, frequency, all kinds and kinds and kinds of goodies. I don't see anything else that really says, here, talk about me. Do you, Fred? Not really. Most of these changes seem to be for performance and fixing like general bugs revolving around mobs and the new settings that they added in with, with making the single player into multiplayer mode. It basically looks like they're getting ready for the big patch. Well, that's good. So yeah, I would like it to be smooth. That'd be very nice. Yeah. And then in the very little patch that they put out, they corrected Ender Dragon teleportation, added rotatable log blocks, strongly decreased the amount of enchantment orbs you get from furnaces, Fixed cocoa placement on sideways logs. 
and fixed survival inventory in creative mode. And that's the highlights of the second snapshot from the week. Nice. And we have 1.3 pre-release is ready now. The uh, Yes Modders, the Texture Pack artist, can breathe a sigh of relief. The 1.3 pre-release is finally here. Bucket, be on this and have a server ready for me when it launches. Now. Now. Well, with everything that Mojang did to make their lives easier, they should have it ready as soon as this comes out. <laughs> I sure they, hope so. Well, they were involved in the original meetings that they had with the community, letting them know what was coming. So I don't know why it wouldn't be ready either at release or very soon after. I really hope that they do because um, there's a chance, everybody, that who, who plays on the QGN server, that the server can be down for a few days. After this, this this launches, we don't we do not want to relaunch the server until we are confident that everything is working as it should. Plain and simple. So we're gonna do everything we can to preserve the world and prevent any kind of redoing that world. Because I know for one, I don't want to redo any of that because we put so much effort and time everybody has onto that server. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do everything we can to preserve everything and make sure that it's the way it is now, just with the extra stuff. So how's that going to um, affect the build server? The build-off? Yeah, I mean, if, if it's down for a few days, are you just going to change the day it's over? No, the the build-off server will be up. He's just talking okay. about our main QGM uh, server. We're going to have to okay. bring down the build-off server too, Fred, in order to update it, because people who update their game will not be able to log into the build-off, because it runs 1.2.5. It'll block them from being able to get in it. So once I figure out everything I'm doing, Fred, I'll send you the updated files and information, and we'll get that up and running right away. Well, from what I saw on the on the forums, though, if the build-off server is a, is a flatland rendered map that week, mm-hmm. it won't be impacted by the biome changes and everything. So I'll just well, be able to update the, the client. Yeah, we got to make sure the client's available though, because we use a bucket. That's true. We might we might just have to skip the build-off that week, if, depending on what happens. It's actually this week, buddy. This Wednesday. We're not going to skip the build-off, but it may be down for a day, and that's okay because this is a creative week, so... It won't be that bad, I promise, guys. <clears throat> if anything, we can just launch the create the uh, build-off server <clears throat> with a normal server launcher. Either way, you guys won't lose much time on the, on the build-off, I promise. And everybody will be on the same okay. playing field anyway. Yeah. Alrighty, um... They added some optional bonus chest to get started quicker. What is that? It just has some, uh, item, you know, regular chest. Well, it looks different, I think. It just has some extra items in it to help the player out. Kind of kind of like what you find in the um, villagers mm-hmm. um, places. But I think it's more useful items. Uh, I could be mistaken, but I believe that's what I read. I love this one right here. Stairs and levers can be placed upside down. Yeah, oh, especially the lever. That's gonna be thing. so that, useful. That helps so much. We may have to wait on um, building some of the rooms for the new dungeon we're gonna be building, just because of this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be worth it. I just got that picture in my head of that one painting where you got like the upside down staircases and stairs going in every <laughs> single direction. <laughs> like when they put it in cartoons, you walk on the one on the ceiling and you end up coming off the one that's on the floor. Mm-hmm build something like that into a dungeon. That and tripwires are going to be there now too, so 
Oh yeah, it's going to open up a whole new, whole new world, if you will. A um, whole new world. No, no, no. <laughs> so a brand new place. Something, something, something. That's three I, podcasts on our network now that have made references to that song in the last week. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did that. that was unintentional. We're channeling Disney. <laughs> Incoming I, fixes pistons and more. What is this about, Fred? Uh, this is for the Minecraft for the Xbox 360. Uh, Minecraft for Xbox 360 will be getting a fix in the near future with a particular focus on piston-related crashes, some rendering issues, and a host of other minor bugs. The fix may take up to two weeks for deployment, but once it does, it will automatically update the Minecraft Xbox 360 client on its own. Awesome. Nice. Oh, yeah, people want to mention that, you know, Wooden laws can be placed sideways. Um, the ender chests are coming out. Cocoa beans are, are going to be growing now. I believe you can plant them as well. Um, there's other little things in the server side that we get to do that's going to make things even better for everybody. Oh, yeah. So look forward to that, guys. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on? Yeah, in particular, that chunk load update visual mm-hmm. thing where you, can, where you can see to the bottom of the, uh, bottom of the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's going to be a real... Big one for me, anyway. I mean, I I get that a fair amount. So, oh yeah, especially when I'm you're bl- being an admin flying around on a on a survival map, it happens a lot. Yeah. Yep. Like that. That's all I want to say. And when I'm spectating people, and only half the map shows up, and I can't tell if they're breaking something or just yeah. walking. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's a pain. that guy's flying. Wait. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Dave didn't just say that, though. We can see everything. Yeah, we see everything all the time. I mean, yeah. You're, like, up in the sky, and it looks like somebody set off one of those tech it nukes because you can see all the way to the bedrock down below. Yep. All right, guys, let's move into my favorite segment, the Real Pixelated Genius. Real Pixelated Genius! Today we salute you, Mr. Please Make Me an Admin. Mr. Please take me an admin! I want to be an admin because I'm friends with the guys who run the server. We're homies! And I want to ban noobs. I want to rock the ban hammer! And here we are in the real pixelated genius, your weekly build-off and YouTube vids of the week. And of course, we talk about the current build off that we just finished up, which was pyramid. It was uh, pyramid or um, Egyptian themed. We wanted to see an inside and outside that were all based off of Egyptian, with a good Egyptian feel. Um, as a little side note, we did catch somebody who was stealing and griefing. They will be dealt with in private, and will be banned from future build offs. And they were also disqualified from the build-off this week. Well, that should mean that they also get banned on the regular server, too, right? Not necessarily. I'm going to have a ch- chat with this person. And if they give me any kind of grief or they deny it, I will ban them outright from all servers. Okay. That just, that really sucks. Like, you're trying to have a nice, happy, fun time where letting people do a competition... And you're going to come in and break somebody else's crap or steal stuff put up there for, to help facilitate people who are entering into the competition? Come it's, on. Yeah, it's stupid. A bowbender actually offered to do something for the build-off. 
Um, Bo, you want to talk about that? Sure. Um, as you know, we've been talking about the protection thing on the the survival server. Uh, so I talked to Joe about it a little bit and see if it was a good idea. Uh, if you want, guys, I can come on there and you stake out. You basically tell me how big you want your plot of land to be, how much you're realistically going to use. Now, I'm not going to do half the map for you. Um, just tell me that, and I can lock that uh, to you, and if it's a dual build-off with a partner, I can lock it to them as well. So you would be the only two, or one if it's a single, uh, that can touch your stuff. And uh, it's permanent, nobody can get by it, so you just let me know. Um, at the end of the show, uh, they'll give out my Twitter. Um, you can send it into the Minecraft off the record at gmail.com. Just say, hey, I'd like this if you could. And if you see me on the server, just ask me. More than happy to do it. That way, because I, I really, that really gets to me, like Dave said, you know, it's a, it's a short amount of time to somebody for, to, for somebody to build. They're trying to create something that is going to win them, uh, potentially something at the end of the, uh, this contest. And it's just, it, that, that's just really annoying. Exactly. Yeah. This is the first occurrence we've had of griefing on the build-off server, isn't it? Um, no, we had minor, minor griefing happen before. This one was more of a major grief. It actually caused one person to rage quit. Um, yeah, that's, that's not good at all. Highly unacceptable. So, Bo, I mean, um, Fred, would it be okay to put Bo Bender on as an admin on that server? Yeah, that'd be fine. He just means that he is no longer allowed to participate. Well, he can't anyway, because he's actually now... Technically, a, a, a full cast member, so that's fine. He's immune yep, to build off. I'd rather <clears throat> do that for the community than uh, you know not build and help everybody out. So that's fine with me. Ah, uh, alrighty then. Um, so this build off, like I said, was Egyptian based. There wasn't as it's funny that when we do a survival base, not as many people participate, but yet some people prefer only doing survival versus creative. It was interesting though. We still had we still had a, a fair amount of builds to judge from, and it was actually a big debate going on for like an hour between the four of us that were judging: myself, yep. Dave, Bo, and Dan. We argued for, as Dave put it, um, we have one first place and three second places. Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't know where to do from there. We actually had a th pretty much a three-way tie that we had a really hard time to uh, figure out it, what it, to do. We basically ended up what just saying which ones matched exactly what we said that we wanted. Yep. But which ones matched more to a T what we were looking for. Yeah. That was a good back and forth. That's what I like about the Survival Week builds is that there, there's usually less to judge, but you get to look at the more finer details of what was actually built. And what kind of effort went into it, that kind of thing. Effort doesn't really play a big part on that. It's just we can usually tell when someone really worked hard at it. Even if you really worked hard at it, you're not off what we want. You're not going to get voted in. And a lot of people that didn't think that they were going to get voted into the placement got voted in today. And this is actually a whole new list of people to make the top three. None of our regulars who made the top three are in this list. That's right. <clears throat> so that's like and I said before last week, man. If you have an idea, just go do it. In fact, we have one guy who is, it was what, his first time ever doing one of these? Yes. 
Yes. And he made it in the top three. Yeah, yeah. We have actually talked about last week. He's a huge fan of the show who just got Minecraft and got in there. And it was his first build-off. Wait a minute. This list can't be right. Neither Origin nor his daughter are in it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're not second place. What's going on here? Uh, neither one of us uh, participated this time. Exactly. That's why he has in place. <laughs> I don't blame you, Origin. I wouldn't have participated either after my partner ditched me last time. Yeah, I'm still getting over that. Oh, oh, oh. Let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. So our winners are for this build-off, and I'm going to remind everybody what is at stake here. Every week, the winners get a certain amount of entries based on their position into the hat literal hat for a prize package at the end of three months and those who placed at we're gonna we're gonna do other things like maybe another like big award and also we're gonna be doing at the end of the three months an overall top five of all build offs who will get bonus entries the person who gets picked who gets picked will be Receiving a Quest Gaming Network prize package that includes a t-shirt and other goodies. Anything else you guys want to say on that before I announce this week's winners? Oh, we're good. I say I went through there mm-hmm. and uh, I was extremely impressed with what I saw. Especially with it being uh, survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For legal issues, we cannot give money. Sorry, guys. There's a nice prize package anyway. The uh, honor mention was done by Solomon and it was his Scarab build. Now, the Scarab he built was actually, it was very, very good. <laughs> it had some issues, though. It really did. Dave, you want to talk about this? Um, One big thing that we asked from last week is that it have an inside as if you were capable of using it like it was a real structure. Um, One problem with the Scarab, not only was it way off the ground, what inside it did have was not much of a inside at all so it really it looked from you know top down to be what we wanted kind of you know scarab yeah kind of uh it was it did seem to be missing a few legs but uh or limbs (laughs) i I should say but um it, it was a beautiful build it was all inspiring it just really did not hit what we were asking for for this week. Solomon was actually a second place winner on last week's build with his Fire Serpent. So, I mean, he got an honorable mention. He has another another name in the pot. So, congratulations, Solomon. And we look forward to your next build, buddy. There's some of these, these builders I, I really look forward to seeing what they do every week. Arjun and, and his daughter being two of them. Uh, Solomon's a new one. He actually just started building last week. In the in the uh, build off, and has already put got two two names in in both weeks, so it's pretty impressive. <clears throat> yes, it is very nice. And in third place goes to Bowbender. Who got third place? Kenpo got third place with Story of a Pharaoh. Uh, this was a really nice nice build. It was unique. Uh, nobody had done anything like that on the server anywhere. Um, it basically was a, a wall of hieroglyphs um uh, it just it just was something that you know he had the idea for that and nobody else copied him it just it just made it for us uh and actually i think joe 
uh, looked up uh, yeah. online some of the hieroglyphs on that wall that actually translated to uh, something that made sense, which was even cooler. Yeah, um, each he had four lines of hieroglyphs, and each one represented an element: wind, water, fire, and earth. Each symbol was representative of that category. I thought that was actually pretty neat. It looked, it showed me, and it showed the judges that he put time into it. And he actually also built a tomb inside. That tomb was pretty neat. So I, I, it wasn't much, but it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> and the reason he got third place was because it did have a pixel art type element to it. I mean, I don't really see how you would be able to not do a pixel art style when you're doing hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs. Can't even say it. Hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs. Yay! But it was a, a really good build, and congratulations, Ken K-E-N-N-P-O. Uh, and in second place goes to Ewise with his Pyramid Valley. Now, we were kind of like shying away from pyramids. It's kind of a cop-out, but how he did it put him way over the edge. Dave, you want yes. to talk about this one? Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I I've, I said this to Joe, and I'll say it to everybody else. I've been trying to ban Ewise on the main server for like the last few months, right? So... I even kind of shied away. <laughs> I even kind of shied away saying this was his, but no, really. I think we said last week what that if you're going to do a pyramid theme, you better go over the top. Well, yep. he did. Um, actually, the inside of each pyramid blew us away. The first inside of one of the pyramids, he had like a sarcophagus kind of setting. It was pretty neat. Another one even had a eye of raw drawn on the floor. Which really, really blew me away. A, a third pyramid was just full of paper, which, you know, going Egyptian theme, papyrus was like a really big thing for them, and that was, that was pretty neat. Oh, that was the big pyramid that had, no, that was the small that pyramid. Was the, that was one of the small pyramids. He also had a big pyramid, which when you step into that had one of the most impressive water fountain sculptures I've I've seen it in a long time. It it was a lot yeah. of effort. It was a beautiful water fountain. I was really impressed, and the way he placed it inside the pyramid, and what also got me was how he structured the inside of it with uh, different pillars and beams everywhere. It was very Egyptian esque, and it was extremely well built. No, I was just surprised about the amount of time it he put into that thing. He must have been working overtime on it. Yeah. Um, and our first place and most impressive build this week, and one of the most impressive builds we've seen in a while, was by Lasky, L-A-S-T-K-E-Y, and his build of Anubis. He built a full sculpture of Anubis that was giant. He had a really impressive uh, pendant around its neck, and the inside the eye of the pendant was a nether portal. It was, it was pretty cool. Now, we were kind of going for an ancient Egyptian theme, and the whole sci-fi thing really did not give you any brownie points at all, trust me. But he had a Stargate inside the tomb underneath Anubis. That was really impressive. It really was. And I know he told me personally that he didn't feel that it was kind of finished, at least the Stargate. But the way that it looked, it looked as if it was swirling. Mm -hmm. Like, with with where he left certain things around the Stargate. So it, it it worked. It worked for what he was going for. And I felt that I felt that it it was like I like I said 
before to the, the guys, and like y'all heard earlier, I really felt that this build-off was a first-place winner and three second-place winners. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But seeing as we had to give a second, third, and honor mention, that's the way we, we picked them. And congratulations to everybody this week's build. Very impressive builds. And they just get more and more impressive every week. Very good work, guys. All right. We are going to move on to our next week's build-off. This is going to be in creative mode. This is going to be a one- to two-man team-based build. And this is where it gets interesting. This is Dave's idea that was actually pretty impressive. <laughs> It's going to be a story diorama. A diorama, if you don't know, is like a a scene, like a square scene that tells a portion of a story. What we're looking for is this is to be the first build where we're actually going to be judging based on the story and the presentation of the dioramas. Now, if, any, if you've ever been to grade school, which almost everyone has, you've pretty much had experience with some sort of diorama before. They were scenes usually built on a wood base or in a shoebox or something like that that depicted a, a scene in history or something like that. A lot of times it was done for history class. We want to see at least a minimum of four story dioramas for your build that shows the story. Use signs that tell us that story. But we want that those signs to be depicted on that scene behind it. So think of it like a movie scene. We want to see a minimum of four movie scenes frozen in time depicting your story Any definitely anything yeah, else I, you have to on that well the big thing is you know I, what i was picturing is like going on a ride through disneyland that's the way i want to feel the number one winner i'm telling you right now is that's what it's going to feel like for me going through a ride on disneyland you start off at the beginning of the story you go through walk through the entire place and you can have an entire story by the time you get to the end of it that's yep. what i want to feel Yep, so you're same. not aiming for, like, in the haunted house build when people just put down signs to tell you a story as you walk from sign to sign. Well, do you remember Regicue's, uh house? How it kind of, yeah, it kind of had signs that led from the beginning to the end of it? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I'd love to see, but in a, you know, in a diorama situation. Yeah, so the signs actually need to match the build. Exactly. Yep. This is going to be a very interesting one to judge. Very interesting one to judge, I think. I look forward to seeing what people come up with because this is going to be this is going to take a lot of creativity, guys. I mean, I highly recommend writing down a short story first. That way, you know the story. Break it into like four to six or seven parts, and then build the scene for each section that depicts what you're looking at. Think of it as like a pop-up book, in a way. Am I correct in saying that too, Dave? Or Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Think of it exactly like a pop-up book. Not, you know, a novel. I don't want to have to walk through and take an hour reading signs. It's all about, yeah, the signs are there to give you a hint of what's going on, but you, you can actually see and take in the story visually as well. Yeah, you use the signs as a guide, but the, the building to really tell the story is, is my take. Exactly. exactly. So <laughs> remember, it's going to be a minimum of four dioramas depicting your story, a maximum of eight. Anything more than that becomes impossible to judge. So <laughs> show us. I'm really? Huh? Oh, I was going to say, I'm really excited about this one. I got I already got six ideas <laughs> going. <laughs> nice. 
I heard there's a couple of uh, up and coming builders that won this week. You might want to hook up with one of them. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if I have time, I can do it. You know, but I don't want to be ridiculed if I can't. If I get busy all of a sudden. What's <laughs> <laughs> somebody figuring out how to build a pop up book with redstone? <laughs> well, that's another thing. Is I, I was saying is it would be cool to have it like little things moving so that like when you go through it you can see how things are actually moving but you know if if you do something like that it needs to be able to be repeated every time anyone goes through the diorama mm-hmm. yep like i said guys this is going to be judged by the based on the story and the presentation like a normal diorama would be judged anyway that's what we're looking for guys so let's get to it <laughs> it's going to be spawned on a flat land so there's plenty of room, and it's all creative. One to two man teams allowed. All right, we have videos, and I forgot to watch them because I was too distraught because Fred wasn't showing up. Minecraft <laughs> Dirt Tools. Fred, why don't you tell about this one? Okay, well, the Minecraft Dirt Tools is... This was actually a mod that Dan featured a while back that adds actual dirt tools and weapons into Minecraft. And this is just a little video that shows them. And I'm pretty sure in the video when they were using this that they were in some type of admin mode because when they were hitting with the dirt pick, everything was just breaking with one hit. So either they had some wicked mod or they were in admin mode. But the video is called Minecraft Dirt Tools, and its creator is RT8269. Nice. I'm going to have to look for this at the end of the show. (laughs) Uh, great. Minecraft Tech at 2.0 nuke testing. <laughs> Joe's next stage of advancement. Oh, jeez, really? <laughs> well, I decided to break away from the actual TNT theme this week, where this video actually has where they are in a Tekkit server and they set up nukes and they blow freaking craters into the world. I'm actually <laughs> watching it right now as you talk about it. Yeah. It's 12 minutes it, long, so I'm not going to be able to watch all of it, but... Uh, j- just take the bar and, like, skip through it at different points, because the explosions get bigger and bigger. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> uh, that's a smart way to do it, Joe. You don't sit there and put 10,000... <laughs> Look at that hole! Down. Holy crap! <laughs> I just I've, made Joe's day. I actually, I actually set off a nuke in the in the uh, Tekkit server we were running near the entranceway. There's a crater near there. But that's just that's more than a nuke right there. They use something else. They used uh, <laughs> that. That's more than a nuke. Every time, that's not ten thousand blocks of TNT. That's only oh, eight hundred. That was a that's nuke. That's not a nuke. That's something else. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, I'm the explosive expert around here. That is a big crater. Jeez, oh, Pete. <laughs> See, that's just a great way to destroy a server right there. I'm going to go skip to the end here and see what they got. Oh, the Tower of Nukes? This is insanity. <laughs> but it's not really nukes. It's something else. I just see someone do is be as stupid as me and do like 50,000 50, nukes. Oh my there God. wouldn't be a server left. It'd be nothing but nope. Bedrock Ball. <laughs> blowing up other programs on the server. To its knees. Man, it just keeps spreading and spreading. Just be a Bedrock Plateau to build on. I think I'm gonna just like create uh, a single player Tekka server and build like a little like hundred block ball of TNT or of nukes and see what happens. <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to the block party, guys. It's a block party! And here we are in the block party, your emails, tweets, shoutouts, and quest forum posts, and QGN news. Our first email comes from Dylan K. He says, hey guys, I really love the show and all the Minecraft servers, but I had an idea that I thought would be really cool. You guys could have community building hours on the creative server and any server. Like on August 2nd at 3pm, we could have lots of people come on the server and you would select a theme like a castle. And everyone would team up and make a huge castle. I feel this would be an awesome because it would get lots of people on the server and we could all share cool ideas for what to build. I hope you take this idea into consideration. And Joe, once we build something, no blowing it up. Damn. <laughs> Spoil sport. What goes... <laughs> that goes for you too, Dan. I always have a... I also have a question. If you could add any animal to put into Minecraft, what would it be? And Fred, no dirt animals. Hope to see you on the servers. Um, actually, I think this is where you got your idea, Fred. No, actually, I came up with my idea separately, and then I saw this email. So I figured I'd put it in here to let this guy know that this is kind of what our community build-offs are. And yeah. if you want to find all the information about community build-offs, you can head to our forums at questgamingcommunity.com and check out the community events thread. Because we actually do things like this. Like, just recently we got together and we built a park on the server. Exactly, and then we're going to be talking about, like we heard earlier in the show, if we're going to do it weekly or bi-weekly. And it was a lot of fun. I had a blast with it. And my question, if you're going to be asking me a question like what animal I want to add to the game, how are you going to take my thunder by saying no dirt animals? <laughs> Fine, I want to see animal crackers added to the game. How about that? Some giant, like, Nilla... Tyrannosaurus walking around. They told me to add dinosaurs. Yeah, I thought oh, about dragon this. Mount. I thought about That's... this, and actually, what'd be really cool is mice. When you're down in the caves, having mice running around. Yeah, a little more atmosphere. Or rabbits, so I can go walk around singing Little Bunny Foo Foo all the time. <laughs> I want to see a giraffe. You know what? Everybody's skipping the one thing that's obvious. Freaking horses. We already well, have. Yeah. You know, pigs, we mm. horses. In uh, single player Technic, they actually have horses. They even so have a unicorn. Put them in. Yeah, just throw them in the regular game. There you go. I wish. That'd be really nice. Can you ride the horses and control them in Technic? Sure can. I want a bear. I want a bear I can ride. <laughs> <laughs> go play WoW. They need to just have like this <laughs> one patch 1.4 of all these different rideable mounts, like a bear that will actually eat everything. Um, creepers beware. <laughs> or you have like all the mobs that run away from you when you're riding a bear around. Have <laughs> have Dave's have Dave's dragon mount. Yes. Um, have horses, you know, things like that. But make dragon mounts extremely hard to get. But Dave's dragon mount has no wings. And Turtle it has a sea turtles spine. for for oceans, so you don't have to worry about those clunky boats. <laughs> no, Dave, Dave's dragon mount has no wings and it has a broken spine, so it acts like that dragon from Midas Magic. It just like flops everywhere on the ground <laughs> trying to ride it. <laughs> you should totally be able to build like the giant tree harvesting machines. I want to see mech uh, suits. <laughs> I want to see cat dog. 
All right, now we're getting ridiculous. Let's move on to the next email. Uh, Bobin, do you want to get this one? Sure. Mike M. in server called Squareville. Uh, you're going to have to restart that because Skype messed up on me. Okay. Mike M. wrote, Dear Minecraft, off the record, in your server, I was working on a village in your main server called Squareville. And I have recently finished the village, and to celebrate the grand opening to the public, I would make a survival mode build-off. The winner would receive 10 diamonds, a lifetime supply of melons, and a permit to make his own mansion in Squareville. However, there's a big problem. I have to get the message public. So if you would, if it would be possible, I would like to have you guys advertise it on one of your podcasts, in the server or just in general. These are the details about the build-off. Start time, August 1st at 2. I believe that's the day when the new update comes out. Please correct me if I'm wrong. End time, also August 1st at 10. Host is one shadow 54 one of the co-founders of Squareville. Ken2171 might do it, too. Thank you for the time, and the show's awesome. Uh, normally, we don't do this. So, I believe... Who was it? Did Dave, did you respond to him? Uh, I have not responded to this one yet, no. I think I may have. This one looks familiar. Anyway, he says he has uh, information on the forums, and he actually changed it to August 4th, which is probably a smart move, and not putting it on a day of a patch. <laughs> yes, that's. I did respond to him, and I told him that posting on the forums would be a good idea. Yeah. Right. Very good. Um, All right, yeah. A few things I wanted to say on this. I really, personally, I don't care if you want to do a little contest uh, on, you know, your, serv- the, your plot in, on the server. As long as the server information isn't just handed out, remember the server is just for people who are listeners of the podcast. And you know what? I'm perfectly cool with you doing some fun games and actually handing out prizes. That just helps with the camaraderie between the server. So that's not an issue. Uh, the issue is this may not be able to be something that uh, admins can facilitate in that we will not be able to control what happens and does hap- does not happen during this time. Right. You know, somebody comes in and they build a bad build and you find it so, you know, disgusting to look at that it, it's almost griefing. You invited them there. We may not be able to say, hey, that's that's not cool unless it breaks a server rule. And also, when you invite somebody to a, an event that you're running yourself... We're not guaranteeing any of these prizes, so you better have the 10 diamonds and lifetime supply of melons to hand out to these people because this wasn't endorsed by us. We're happy to direct people your way if you make a forum post and let them know that you're going to be running this event, but everything behind it is on you unless you talk to us in advance and get our approval. Good point. All righty. With that said, Fred, let's go into the news. QGN news. Okay, well, we have official QGN forums now. They can be found at questgamingcommunity.com. Diablo Off the Record just released episode 14, where you'll learn how to do math. 
Planetside Off the Record just released episode one. It was great. And please remember to head to their official feed now on iTunes and subscribe and leave them a review. Elder Scrolls Off the Record just released episode 32, where Maluka returned. They also spotlighted the new QGN host mod for Skyrim, where hopefully eventually Joe will be able to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. SWOTOR Reforged released episode 4 this week. Our live record times are as follows. Minecraft off the record, 7 p.m. on Sundays. SWOTOR Reforged, 7 p.m. on Mondays. Planetside off the record, 3 p.m. every other Thursday until launch when the show will go weekly. They put out an episode last week, so expect the next one to follow our next episode of Minecraft off the record. Outer Scrolls off the record, 7 p.m. on Thursdays. Diablo off the record, 6 p.m. on Fridays. We'd love for you to join us in our chat room. Stay tuned, and we'll give you the live stream information at the end of the show. Alrighty then. We have five-star review shout-outs. Bowbender, nail them away. From the USA, we have Wolfclaw, Aaron L., XXWhiteKidXX, ColtsRock11, and from across the pond in the UK, we have the Goat Herd. The <laughs> Goat Herd. All right, final thoughts. I just want to thank Origin for coming on today, even though he really didn't talk much. It was <laughs> oh, still yeah. great. Thanks for having me. On. Sorry. <laughs> I'm really glad that Fred just um, decided to wake up and join us. And yeah, I can't wait to get started on that dungeon. <laughs> it's yeah, be it's awesome. gonna be a lot of fun. Yep. Looking forward to it. Fred, final thoughts, buddy. Well, I I apologize for passing out and not being here on time, and I hope that my annual QGN review isn't coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fail! And the community build was fun, and thank you everybody for coming out. We're going to be doing more in the future. Watch our forums, and for those of you that haven't, please register on our forums. And Dave... I just want to thank everybody on the server, on the chat room, and everybody listening from uh, either our site or on on iTunes. Uh, we always have a great time doing this, and man, we really do have some cool people on the server. If you feel like hopping in and and uh, actually building with us, feel free to throw a yell at me, and I'd be happy to help you out. Bowbender. I would actually like to thank the people on the server. Uh, one in particular uh, is Blades. Um, as you know, I, I usually, when people get on that I don't recognize and I think they're new, you know, I say hello and you need some help and, you know, get some of the landmarks so they, so they know where they're going. And Blaze just stepped up to the plate and, and showed the guy around. Uh, and that's the kind of people on this server that we have. Um, one shadows another guy. Uh, he also volunteered to do it. Um, it's just, you know, seeing things like that, you know, when you deal with the griefers, but seeing things like that, you know, it's uh, I guess just gives you you know hope for it, uh, if you will, if I can say that in a non-dramatic way. Um, it's just really nice uh, that there are people that will take their time to stop building, come over to the main area, and just show people around. And I just really appreciate that. So I wanted to say that uh, in in my uh, my thanks. Good, Arjun. You have anything to say? Uh, yeah, actually. Um... Bo and I are working on a communal uh, transit system. 
And uh, I'm thinking about starting something on the forums where maybe people can suggest where we should put stops in because, you know, you guys live there. Uh, people that, you know, you think it's hard to get to, like, the telesphere. Uh, it'll be a good idea, you know, if we can get some input for that. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, we're we're going all over the place with them. Uh, Arj and setting the design, and I'm helping them just to extend it out, and it should be a very cool thing. That's a good idea, but just please be advised that if you post on there saying you think it'd be a good idea to have a port there, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen for sure. Right. Yeah, those are always exceptions to everything. We'll, we'll, you know, just let us know and we'll take a look and see how it goes. Very, very good. All righty then, Dave, how to reach us? You can reach us by going to our, our hub site, which is questgamingnetwork.com. Also remember, you can also reach us by hitting us up on questgamingcommunity.com, which is our, at our forums. It is community, right? Right, Fred? Yes. And if you Quest posted there more often, Dave, you'd know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been trying to read it every day-ish. Uh-huh. Um, you can also check us out directly. You can see our forum rules and find our uh, server IP at minecraftofftherecord.com. You can also go to minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com and send us an email anytime you need to contact us directly. You can go to uh, in-game. If you sign into the server, you want to find out who the admins are. That's uh, actually all five of us are admins, aren't we? We got Joe, who's at Widget. You got Fred, who's at Vermerse. Well, I'm actually not an admin on the main server. Yeah, but you could still, you know, get a hold of us. Yeah, I could call and bother you at four in the morning <laughs> when you wake up. That's usually about the time I'm up, yeah. Speaking of me, you can catch me at D-W-M-T-E-R-Y. Spell my name right, and I usually yell back at you. Uh, Dan, who's not here today, you can catch him at Boontini. Bowbender is at B-O-W-B-E-N-D-E-R, Bowbender. And Origin is at A-R-R-A-J-I-N. Yep. Um, you can also check out our live feed at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's at livestream.com slash show. If you need to get in contact with us on Twitter, you can get contact the show itself at Minecraft OTR. Remember to follow that and you'll even get updates about when new shows air. Joe, you can follow him at author J.R. Wilson. Fred, you can follow him at Sith Lord Corv. That's S-I-T-H-L-O-R-D-K-O-R-V. Fred, you changed that, didn't you? Yeah, I, I got rid of the Gorthenalor because dude, that was... Gorthenalor was, was awesome. Dude, it was my Lotro character name, and I haven't played Lotro in forever, so I changed it up to match my Swotor. See, now I miss... Gorthenalor. Anyway, <laughs> um, you can catch me at D-Enforce, and my throat hurts, so I'm not going to yell. You can catch Dan, again, he's not here, but we do love him, at Boone underscore Teeny. And you can catch Bowbender at Bowbender1. I'd also like to shout out that you can catch Origin, who's at... Do you want to get me to give it away, Origin? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it's secret. He doesn't want me to give it away. No, he's no, at... No, uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> what, what was it again? Subproto. Subproto. That's S-U-B-P-R-O-T-A. 
I think that means something special, but we'll just go with it just being some random made-up word. No, it means second or something. It's pretty neat. Anyway, follow him at Subprot. If you ever need to get a hold of him, just send a message his way. Alrighty, guys. Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Miller Network. And I just want to say keep on building, and we'll talk to you next week. Oh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Have a great night, y'all. Have a good one, chat room. Everybody. Good night. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>